Are you ready? Are you ready? It's time for high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI and online at WBBI.com. I'm ready. High school basketball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By M.J. Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer's. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork. And by the Ropey Corporation. Ready? Let's go. Let's go live to high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. And online at WBVI.com. Back out to Liberty Bend High School. You're excited for tonight's action in high school basketball. Doubleheader of Boys District Semifinals Basketball Game 2 featuring the Arlington Red Devils taking on the Hopewell Loudon Chieftains. Arlington comes from the Blanchard Valley Conference and currently 18-6 on the season. Beat Old Fort in overtime last Friday to win a sectional title. Hopewell Loudon comes from the Sandusky Bay Conference River Division 19-4 this season. They beat McComb to advance and were co-winners of the SBC River along with Old Fort and Calvert. Winner of this one will take on the winner of the previous game, which was Mohawk getting the win over Van Lu. The winners will be back here to play in the district title game. That will be on Friday. This is BBC versus SBC Basketball Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI, ESPN, 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB, Lance Morris. Matt Common here with you for tonight's matchup between Arlington and Hopewell out in the map. Two teams that, frankly, they're just both pretty dang good. What are you expecting to see here? Oh, well, first off, let's address the elephant in the room here as this is a, uh, a rivalry game between you and me, as Hopewell Loudon, a team that I cover frequently on WFOP 1430 AM 105.7 FM, Arlington, one of your darlings on Classic Hits 96.7. So I'm going to be the, the bigger man here and say we shall handle this game like gentlemen between the two of us. But... um. No, in all sincerity, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. These are two great teams. I'm expecting nothing less than an instant classic. Um, to be perfectly candid, the game that we saw for game one, as long as one of these teams keeps it within 25, we're probably going to have an instant classic by comparison. But I think both these teams defensively, what they bring to the table is going to be the difference in this matchup. I think it's going to make it a much more competitive game. I am expected to be a lot more low scoring. And I really think this is a lot more going to come down to the wire between these two squads because a lot of the stuff that both they both of them do well, the other team can counter with nicely. The only big issue that I see tonight for Arlington, which one of the towers do you pick to stop? Do you pick Evan Crease or do you pick Donovan Elmore? Or do you try to do the creative thing that we've seen time and time again with Donovan Elmore and try and get him in foul trouble early where he starts to get rattled and then he's off his game for the remainder of the night. There, there's a few strategies Arlington can implement to minimize the major height difference that they have, but I don't know. I mean, I've, we've been watching this Hopewell Lawn team. They've done some impressive things this year. This Arlington team, very much in the same vein, but man, this is just going to be a good game. This, this is definitely definitely the more appropriate primetime game out of the two of them. So we're about a minute 15 away from getting ready for our starting lineups opening tip all that good stuff and it's yeah that's going to be one of the biggest things to watch up is it the matchups because you have two guys that are both six feet plus of course in Elmore and Crease on the Arlington side you have Essinger who's really the only big you're going to play you might play Mason Cavani if Essinger gets maybe in a foul trouble but 
odds, odds are Essinger is going to be the biggest player Arlington puts on the floor for any significant amount of time. And it's like, yeah, do you have him guard Crease, who's their leading scorer, try and limit him? Or do you try and limit Elmore, who's one of the second and third options for them? And it just, it's, it's kind of the dealer's choice d- debate. Uh, if you want my two cents on the matter before we go to the national anthem, I think the play that you go with if you're Arlington is you have someone like Caden Russell on Crease because Crease can attack from the outside. You put Essinger on Elmore, and you just tell him straight up, you get him to three fouls by the second quarter. Don't care how you do it, get him to three fouls by the second quarter. With that, we'll step aside for a quick timeout. We come back starting lineups opening tip here for game number two of our division for district semifinals. Double header here at Liberty Benton High School. You're listening to high school postings of basketball on WFOB and WBBI. Welcome to Big B Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you and her and him. You see, here at Big B, we can customize our drinks for each person. Dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Big B Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System. We're here. For you. Why compromise your taste with plain old coffees and teas? You don't have to with Java's Enchanted Bean Coffee Cafe in downtown Faustoria. Step inside the inclusive culture of Java's Enchanted Bean and smell aromas of handmade muffins, cookies, and freshly roasted specialty coffees and teas. Whether you want a breakfast sandwich unmade from scratch artisan bread with a specialty coffee or trying the chicken bacon ranch panini for lunch with a pick-me-up steamer, fruit smoothie, or organic tea, Java's Enchanted Bean is brewing up something special just for you. Stop in today at 204 South Main Street in Faustoria. Reineke Ford and Fostoria is your tax relief headquarters. For a limited time, we'll match your down payment up to $1,000 towards the purchase of a pre-owned vehicle. Choose from nearly new, low mileage, fuel efficient, and certified. Shop our inventory at reinekefamily.com slash down payment. Don't leave town this tax season. See us at Reineke Ford and Fostoria. Get your key from Reineke, reinekefamilydealerships.com. Valid on in stock pre-owned vehicles at advertised price only. Excludes cash deals, financing required, not valid with other offers. $1 discount for $1 down payment up to $1,000. Valid 2A through 224. See for details. Back we are here from Liberty Benton High School site for today's action as we are getting ready for game number two between Hopewell Loudon and Arlington. Matt, was that your uh, subtle way of saying you wanted to announce the Hopewell starting lineup? I mean, I'll say that was my subtle way of doing it. I was just goofing around because all the equipment's in front of me, and it was, it was fun. It was fun for me. I'm I mean, glad it was fun for somebody. Continue. You know what? I'm, time out. You do that nonsense to me. All the time. <laughs> exactly. That's what I do. Sir, that's that a concern that you're calling me on it. But anyway, I guess I should give the starting lineup for Hope Loudon. I suppose. Starting lineup tonight for Hope Loudon, 19 and 4 on the season overall. Number 23, Evan Kreese, 6 for 4 junior. Number 5, Donovan Elmore, the 6 5 junior. Number 0. Well, technically, it's not really a number. Not important. Number zero, Blake Barrier, the 5'10 junior. Number three, Carter Yarbrough, the 5'9 junior. 
and then number 10, Braylon Martinez, the 5'10 sophomore. First man off the bench, Will Nutter and Tyler Agaba, the 6'2 sophomore and 6'0 senior, respectively. Head coach, Roger Jury. Starting five for the Arlington Red Devils, 18 and six on this season. They will start two juniors and three seniors. The juniors in the starting five, Caden Russell and Brady Kenley. Seniors in the starting five tonight for Arlington, Jared Griggs, Waller Essinger, and Jake Vermillion. Head coach is, of course, Jason Vermillion here for the Arlington Red Devils. Winner of this one will take on Mohawk in the district finals. They'll be back here Friday night at six o'clock. And again, if I'm if I'm Arlington, the play is either Caden Russell or I'd even say Jared Griggs or someone like that against Crease. And then Esslinger is just going to be the fly on the wall against Elmore for the entire evening. That that's that's the play I'd make on it. If they do that, they do that. If they don't, we'll see what they come up with. But that seems to be the safest strategy. I don't think Essener's going to keep up with Kreese on the outside. But Essener could do some do some work to the body, as it were, with Donovan Elmore in the paint. We'll see exactly what the game plan is from the Arlington side as we're about to get ready for action as we still have the starting laps to be introduced on the Hopewell Loudon side as we're just about ready for game at number two here in our district. Semi-finals, doubleheader here in Divisions 4 and it'll be a winner of this one will take on Mohawk on Friday night. And Matt, the, uh, the week still yet to continue for a lot of teams around the area, but uh, especially for the Hopewell Loudon side of things because You'll be down at Elida for the girls' matchup when they uh, take on Columbus Gunkemar. That is true. The Matt Coppin Western Ohio Tour continues on with this uh, round trip stop to Elida tomorrow night. And yeah, it's you know you, usually this time of year you see one or two programs kind of have both of them still in it. And this year it happens to be Hopewell Loudon, and they're, they're actually doing a pretty darn good job on both sides. I mean, we saw what that Hopewell Loudon girls team did over the weekend they were very competitive they looked solid in their matchup and we, we've seen what the boys side can do it's if there's a team out there that could get both their programs into the next stage it is probably hopeful wow most likely also having ottawa glantorf as part of that discussion as it is just you know a year that ends in a number and a day that ends in a y so ottawa glantorf is extremely talented from top to bottom both girls and boys but no, it's the, the should be a fun one tomorrow night. Looking forward to that against Columbus Grove. But I don't want to get a game ahead because this one should be the highlight real game tonight. Arlington in their red uniforms with the white numbers. Hopewell out in their road or in their home white uniforms with the red numbers as Arlington will win the tip. They'll be attacking the basket to our left from our position here at the top here at Liberty Benton High School. We'll see an errant pass up top from Essinger. Was trying to get it over on Russell on the far side. Gives it over to Hopewell. Got a little errant on that one. You could tell what type play they were trying to run. Just Russell was not there on the recovery. Big miss there for Arlington. We'll see pass poked away as they have Jared Griggs on Evan Kreese to start that's, off this night. That's exactly the move I'd make. Jared Griggs is such a nasty defender. He could get in the head of Evan Kreese as this night goes on. Here we'll drive things up top. Now finds Kreese up top. Kreese within the free throw line, losing his dribble back outside Martinez. 
Martinez puts the ball on the deck, brings it over to the left wing. Fakes the entry pass, swings it back to Yarbrough, top of the key. Over now, Barrier enters it inside to Crease. Had to go up to get it. Crease puts it on the deck, working on Griggs. Brings it into the key. Forcing up the shot and gets that one to go over the top of the tough defense from Griggs. Hope one strikes first. That's a good shot by Crease, but that was a earned basket. That's the type of defense if Griggs can give that all night, Arlington's got themselves a shot. Arlington will set things up. It'll be Essinger with it, top of the key. Over to Russell, gets the screen from Essinger. Now switched on to him by Elmore. Down in the corner, the three. Up and good from Jake Vermillion in the left corner. Now Arlington leads 3-2. So Vermillion, of course, is going to be able to hit the three. <laughs> it's no surprise there. Hopewell ball now is a trail, 3-2, 6.35 left to go. First corner of action will be Martinez with it on the right side near the top of the key. I'll hand it back up top to Barrier, slow things down in the half court now for Hopewell Loudon. Barrier will put them all on the deck. Now he'll look to drive inside. Too strong on the finish. Elmore the rebound, the second chance. Up and good on the easy putback for Donovan Elmore. Hopewell back up by one. Now here's the big X factor. If Elmore comes out and he's not playing finesse but playing power, he should be able to beat Essinger nine times out of ten in the paint. Arlington will set things up now. 6.05 to go first quarter. They trail forward to three to Hopewell. Down left side for Ken. Ken will bring it back to the wing. Essinger with it right wing extended. Vermillion. Jab stepping, driving right side. Can't finish inside with the land. Crease with the board almost losing the handle as he gets it back over to Martinez up ahead now for Hopewell. Looks pretty. <laughs> Elmore driving his way down inside. Turnaround shot. Uh-oh, will come up short. Rebounded by Caden Russell. Arlington back the other way. 5.35 left to go. First quarter of action. 4-3 is your score. So Hopewell has the one-point lead. It'll be Vermillion with it on the right wing. Brings it back to the top of the key. Essinger swings it left side for Russell. Russell has some room, won't throw it up. He'll fling it over now right side, ends up in Kin's hands. Back over now, Essinger will find Jake Vermillion left wing, gets the screen, brings it back, stops at the elbow, back around. Back over Russell, he'll watch the right wing three, up and good, Caden Russell. Doesn't shoot him often, but finds a way to connect on him a good amount of the time. Two point lead now for Arlington. Okay. It's poked away by Griggs, but Crease able to come down with it for Hopewell as he's still dealing with the tough defense by Griggs. Gets a little bit of a screen from Yarbrough. Crease will drive it from the right side as he will be blitzed that time to draw the foul with 4.49 to go in the first. That's the thing. Griggs is a hard body. It's two quarterbacks down there. Griggs, though, more running back who also throws the ball versus Crease, more of a finesse guy. Crease can get in the paint and get aggressive, but he would much rather do it in a finesse style, very similar to Elmore. That's why I like this matchup with Griggs. Griggs is going to push him tonight defensively. Martinez with the left corner for Hopewell. He'll briefly drive baseline now back to the left wing, reset things. Elmore trying to by position on the block. They'll get it to crease up top. 4.30 to go, first quarter of action. 6-4 to four is your score. Arlington with the two-point advantage here. As Chris will bring it back towards the volleyball line. Still working on Griggs. Gets it back over. Barrier with it right wing extended. Now finding it in the mid post for Crease. Crease, one dribble. Trying to create some separation. Turn around. Jay up and good from the free throw line. Again, Crease able to get the view over some tough defense from Griggs. Ties it up at sixes. And it's worth knowing, Crease is going to get his shots. There's no gain around that. But if Griggs makes him work for those shots, he is not going to be at full strength by the time he gets to the fourth quarter. Vermillion brings it up to the top of the key now for Arlington. All tied up 6-6 six to six with 3.50 to go. First quarter of action. Right side will be Brady Kin with it. 
Gets a little bit of space. Now back over left side, Jake Vermillion. Gets the screen from Griggs, brings it back up. Over now to Russell on the right side. He'll get the screen from Messinger. Russell steps into another three. Up and good again, Caden Russell. Second three of the day. He only made three threes all regular season. I'll say, he's having himself a solid night against the average here. So get it to Martinez. His right wing three comes up short. Rebounded briefly by Yarbrough. Yarbrough. Come down with it to keep it with Hopewell as they trail 9-6 to six with 3.15 to go in the first. As Yarbrough goes all the way inside, he'll draw the foul. With 3.14 left to go here in the first quarter of action. A reminder today: this game is brought to you in part by Compass Point Insurance Agency. Win with great insurance coverage from Compass Point Insurance Agency in Bascom. Call them for your free quote today at 419-937-2205. Wishing Hopewell out in the best of luck today. Really curious to see who Metzger is going to substitute in for here in a moment. First free throw from Yarbrough, up and good as he will check in for Jared Griggs. So we'll see, in fact, if they keep that matchup and have Metzger now guard Crease when they come back down the floor. I'd be very confident that's still going to be Metzger on him, but they want to switch for a little bit more of a height advantage. Metzger, same type of tenacious defender. Second free throw, up and good for Yarbrough. A million will bring it up the floor this time for Arlington. Russell down in the left corner. Tanner now bring it back towards the top of the key. Metzger swings it back over. Ends up in Jake Vermillion's hands on the corner. He'll pump fake. He'll drive baseline. He'll draw some contact and draw the foul. Looks like that one will go on Elmore with 2.52 to go in the first quarter. I don't know much about the game of basketball, but I'd like the record to show that I've called the strategy for Arlington kind of perfectly thus far. So put Jake Vermillion at the line for two on the first free throw from Elmore. Do have... Will Nutter set to check in following the first free throw. The free throw will be off the mark that's on from Vermillion. Extremely uncharacteristic miss. Jake Vermillion, 86% from the charity stripe this season. So, and now, now we got ourselves an even match. Second free throw up and good for Vermillion as that'll even things up or put him back up by two now with under three minutes to go here in the first quarter of action. Hope will out Set things up, actually, a 2-1-2 kind of zone look this time down the floor for Arlington. As it'll be Yarbrough with him on the right wing, down in the corner for Barrier. Finds it inside to Crease, inside to another, another too strong on the lay-in. Rebounded now by Metzger, Arlington the other way with two and a half to go in the first quarter. Now, I like the 2-1-2 zone. You don't really need to rely on Nutter offensively. You know he can do some stuff offensively, but really right now it's going to be going through Crease and Yarbrough almost exclusively. Vermillion with it, left wing extended now for Arlington. Yarbrough almost pokes it away. We'll have Jace Vermillion checking next dead ball as well for Arlington. So swing it now up top for Metzger. Metzger back over now, Russell. Russell already knocking down two threes so far. Russell will drive his way inside. Lefty laying just too strong. Thunder comes down with the board for Hopewell as we get under two minutes to go in the first quarter. Like the decision, Caden Russell, very athletic. You know he's capable of hitting that home run in football. He's just able to do it there, just unable to finish at the basket. A reminder, today's game is brought to you in part by Kendra's Cakes. Visit them for a tasty treat at their new location at 635 in Bascom as Kreese will get that one to go from inside and ties it up at 10s here with 135 to go in the first quarter. Again, Kendra's location, 635 North State Route, 635 in Bascom. Find them on Facebook for all their treats. Once again, they really do make very good pastries there. Alexa goes inside to Essinger. He can't get it to go. The last touch, though, they'll say by Hopewell, so it'll stay with Arlington on the baseline. We'll see Chase Vermillion check in for Brady Kinn now on the Arlington side with 120. A left to go here in the first quarter, all tied up at 10s. I like the swap for the most part. I 
you're giving away a little bit of intensity for Kin and Griggs both on the bench right now. I like having Jace Vermillion out there for some semblance of offensive output too. Also with it up top for Arlington. He'll look to drive inside, back out Jace Vermillion, but it'll get gone for the travel. Good possession back over to Hopewell Lana with 105 to go in the first quarter, all tied up, 10 apiece. You definitely can't do that. It's still the offensive output, but again, still like the swap if you want to get the offense continuing to roll here before we get to the second quarter. There brings the ball to the floor for Hopewell Lana as we get under a minute to go in the first quarter of action. He'll get it up top for Yarbrough. Yarbrough will put it back on the ground. He'll drive inside, take the pull-up free throw line. Jay off the mark, but he'll draw the foul. Now with 48.8 to go here in this first quarter of action. As that foul will get called on Essinger. That'll be his first. So now it looks like we will see Mason Cavani check in for Arlington after getting a DNP in their game last Friday night in the sectional final. As first free throw up and good for Yarbrough, and we will see if that's Cavani check in for Essinger. No, not a bad swap there. Get, give Essener a little bit of a blow here to end the quarter, but also put Cavani out there if they're going to start attacking the paint. Cavani, you'd much rather have getting foul trouble than Essener. Second free throw off the mark from Yarrow as Cavani brings down the rebound for Arlington. Arlington now trailing 11 to 10. 41 seconds remain in the first quarter of action. Vermillion with it up top, being hounded by Yarbrough, forces the pickup, gets it inside to Russell. Russell, let's go inside to Cavani, poked away another steal by Yarbrough as Hopewell goes back the other way with 28 seconds to go in the first. Chance for a last shot opportunity here. I'd be curious to see who actually gets it as Yarbrough really needs to cross that one. There we go. He's so close there. Yarbrough maintaining his dribble near center court with now 14 seconds to go in the first quarter. A one-point lead for Hopewell. Yarbrough maintains his dribble as we get down to seven. Martinez with the left wing extended. Martinez will drive inside. Jump stop. Horses up. Doesn't get it to go. Gets his own miss, though. For those of you for a million, for a million with the heave. And that will actually be caught by the photographer underneath the basket as he gets a nice round of applause from the fans as that'll keep the score 11 to 10. Hopewell, the one-point lead through one here at Liberty Benson. We'll step aside for a quick timeout. We come back starting up quarter number two in this Division Four District Semifinals matchup on both WFOB and WBVI. Everyone wants clean water, but are you doing all that you can to keep it clean? The Northwestern Water and Sewer District reminds you that flushable wipes are not flushable. They don't break down in the treatment process, plus they can damage your plumbing, which can cost you hundreds to fix. So next time you go, remember, do not flush the wipes. Toss them in the trash. It's a small step that you can take to protect our water. A message from the Northwestern Water and Sewer District. Hi folks, this is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. Getting a new roof is a big investment, and who you choose to install your new roof is an extremely important decision. We are a family-owned roofing and construction company that's been in business since 1936. The MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company has skilled workers trained to install, repair, and maintain your roof and weatherproofing components, so no matter what Mother Nature throws at your commercial building or home, it will be protected from the elements. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no-obligation quote today 11 to 10 your score as we start the second quarter of action here from liberty benton high school site for today's action division four district semi-finals here between hopewell loudon and arlington winner of this one will be back to play in mohawk on friday for a district's title a one-point lead for hopewell loudon we start the second quarter and the chess match continues <laughs> it really continues here 
as they will double team Martinez and now they go down inside to Elmore. Elmore hook fake, too strong on the shot. Rebound will be grabbed by Caden Russell. Arlington back the other way. Having Crease on the bench, this is a big opportunity for Arlington to go on the attack. Need to try and get back in the lead, pull away a little bit because once Crease gets back out there, you know the offense is just going to pick back up again for Hopewell. Russell poked away that time by Elmore. Elmore now looks to take the other direction for Hopewell, but it'll be poked right back by Russell. End of an Essinger's hands is now Arlington right back the other way. Just a little more than 40 seconds into this second quarter. Metzger's three up and good from the left corner. Quick transition bucket for Arlington. Puts him back up by two with 7-10 to go in the first half. Never doubt for an instant the capacity of an Arlington basketball team to hit the three ball. A shot off the mark that time by Barrier from in close as Vermillion gets the board. He'll take it the up other direction. He'll draw the foul down inside with 6.56 to go in the first half. And you can tell Coach Jerry immediately knew what was about to happen as Evan Kreese getting ready to check back in here on this next buzzer. Get that foul on Carter Yarbrough, his first, as that sends Jake Vermillion to the line for the second time here tonight as we do have Evan Kreese set to check back in for Hope, well, first free throw up and good for Vermillion as Kreese will check in in place of Nutter. We'll also see Jared Griggs check back in. He will come in this time for Caden Russell. And I bet all the money in my pockets, which is nothing because I left my wallet in the car. Um, Bet you Griggs is going to be covering Kreese again. Free throw up and good for Vermillion. Makes it now 15 to 11 with 6.50 to go here in this first half of action. They go down inside to Elmore. Elmore can't get that one to go over Essinger as he'll also draw a foul as well as He's going to get called for the over and back. And right now the strategy couldn't be going better for Arlington if they tried. This got Elmore into foul trouble. That was a little bit of a frustration foul there going over the back on him. Because he could have gone up a lot cleaner, but he definitely made some contact as he did it. Gets him in foul trouble. They're going to have to sit him for a little. You don't really need to worry too much about Nutter offensively. Defensively, though, he's going to give you some problems. Nutter will check in for Elmore after picking up his second foul. Four-point lead for Arlington as the pass is poked away by Barrier, but he ran out of room on the baseline to try and save it for Hopewell Loud, and it'll stay with Arlington on the baseline with 6.31 to go in the first half. I got to give Essener credit. He pointed back. I was like, no, don't throw it into me when it's Barrier. Throw someone else. They get it to Jake Vermillion, now down into Essinger. Essinger working in the short corner on Nutter. One dribble. Swings it back now to Metzger. Jason Vermillion now with a left wing extended for Arlington with 6.15 to go in the first half. He'll drive inside briefly. Now ends up back up top in Essinger's hand, so pulling it right back to Jake Vermillion. Reset the Arlington offense with 6.07 left to go here in this first half of action. Essinger with it now on the right wing. Briggs fighting off the pressure, drives briefly inside. Essinger, short corner, Jay up and good for Ryler Essinger. Adds on to the Arlington lead. It's now 17-11 to 11 with 5.50 to go in the first half. Once again, a very unassuming offensive player in Ryler Essinger. He can really make some things happen in the paint and outside in his mid-range. Grease down inside, able to get that one to go with 5.42 left to go here in this first half of action. A four-point lead for Arlington. It'll be a full timeout. We'll keep it here this time on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI, ESPN, 1430 AM. 105.7 FM, WFOB. Also want to thank Thomas Daniel Construction for also being a part of our broadcast here tonight. Build a strong foundation with local builder remodeler Thomas Daniel Construction. Celebrating 50 years in business. Thomas Daniel Construction wishing the Hope Wall Island boys good luck here tonight. And a big basket that time by Crease will cut down into this deficit now for Hopewell Loudon. And 
They've been able to get Kreese going because he has eight of the points, but really nobody else outside of him has gotten a whole lot going on uh, the side for Hopewell yet. Well, no, and that's because Arlington has very much decided, okay, Evan Kreese is going to get his shots. He's going to do what he does. Let's make him work for those shots, though, against a guy like Griggs, and let's just use our defense to kind of shut down any supporting cast he could potentially have in this game and really make him play some hero ball, which we've seen Kreese be able to do. But if it's Evan Kreese versus all of Arlington, Arlington does have the advantage. It's not like the previous game of A.J. Hess versus Van Loo. You give the edge to Hess. Arlington as a team, they're a very balanced team. You need to get someone else going to help Crease out to get this back in favor of Hopewell. And again, I say chess match because right, right now, Co Coach Vermillion, Coach Jerry, they are just going back and forth between rotations and like who's guarding who. It's been brilliant so far. Brady Kinn launching the deep left wing three, comes out short, rebounded by Nutter. Hopewell back the other way with 5.22 left to go. First half, they trail by four. Martinez gets it up top to Nutter. Nutter swings it over to Crease right side. Puts the ball on the deck now being defended this time down the floor by Ken. This gets a little strip, slip screen from Yarbrough. Crease maintains his dribble. He'll hand it back over towards Barrier. It was poked away by Griggs as Barrier goes over half court to retrieve it. Good job there by Griggs trying to get a play. Down inside, Barrier can't get it to go. Crease though able to clean it up down inside off of the Barrier. Miss down to a two-point lead now for Arlington with 4.52 to go in the first half. Arlington's getting a little passive offensively. They need to go back on the attack, back into some good looks and some good off-ball movement. Essinger now with it on the left wing for Arlington. Up top for Caden Russell. He'll launch another three, that time off the mark. Rebounded by Barrier. Now Hopewell will go back the other direction with 4.32 to go in this first half. Martinez with it on the right wing, gets the screen from Nutter. Martinez will drive left side, forces it up, gets it to go with the foul. Big basket by the sophomore, gives them a chance to take the lead. And where you're seeing Arlington start to get passive, you're seeing Hopewell go on the attack. They're like, fine, you're gonna play aggressive defense against us, that's okay. We'll try and get some fouls on you and try and get to the line, get some man one opportunities. Fraley Martinez, great job capitalizing and executing there. And one free throw from Martinez, up and good, allows Hopewell to now retake the lead with 4.23 left to go here in this first half of action. Vermillion will bring the ball up to four for Arlington. They'll get it to Essinger on the left wing. Back up top for Russell. Martinez defending him. Russell maintains his dribble. Wants to get it over to Vermillion and now he will. Being defended hard by Barrier. Essinger calling for a post up down inside against Nutter. Won't be able to get an entry look this time as we're swinging to the right side for Kinn. Back over, Griggs now in the corner. Melender to Essinger, right block, almost poked away. They go down high, low look for Griggs, but it'll be poked away. Last touch by Arlington gives it back over to Hopewell Loudon with four minutes left to go in the first half. I like the decision, just a little bit of bad execution there on the part of Essinger, a little too hard of a pass as we're having a discussion here between one official and Barrier. I was not sure what that was about. Barrier will cross the timeline for Hopewell Loudon as we get under four minutes to go here in the first half. Hopewell, the 18 to 17 advantage. I want to also thank Coon Sales and Service LLC for joining us here for our broadcast here tonight. Free the shot off the mark. Nutter cleaning it up down inside and allowing Hopewell now to add on, make it a three point lead with 3.40 to go in the first half. Might be a moment here for Coach Vermillion to consider a timeout. It seems like this is getting away from Arlington a little bit here. 
as you have the linemen of the year in their respective conferences going up against each other with Essinger and Nutter. As it'll be up top now for Kin for Arlington as they trail by three with 3.20 to go here in the first half. Vermillion with it up top now switched on to by Nutter. And Essinger will switch down inside as they actually switched Creason over to him. Briggs will drive inside from the left now back over to Russell. Reset and Coach Vermillion will in fact take the timeout with 3.09 left to go here in the first half of action. 30 second timeout so we'll again keep it here. I'm Bull WF for BNW BVI. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you. For tonight's matchup between Arlington and Hopewell. Loudon and Matt, you, I mean, you, you've mentioned the, the chess match going back and forth. I mean, these are these are two coaches in Coach Jury and Coach Vermillion, each of them very well experienced and veteran coaches, and you're seeing that exact chess match back and forth with the various subs and the different plays each team are setting up, and we've seen games of, a game of runs so far already here in this second quarter. Well, it's as cold as it is. They're two of the best in the area. It's... You, you ask for some of the best coaches in the area, you're going to get some of the traditional names. But right at the top of those lists as well are going to be Vermillion and Jury. It's just as simple as that. They're very, very talented, competent coaches, very gifted minds for the game of basketball. Uh, we interview them frequently. You talk, anytime you talk to them, I feel like I've learned about a thousand percent more about the game after 10 minutes. Can't imagine how it is for these players and the coaches under them. Arlington ball following the timeout with three minutes left to go in the first half. A three-point lead for Hopewell. Arlington with possession. We poked away by Hopewell. It'll stay with Arlington on the baseline with 255 left to go here in half number one. And one one thing, Matt, I, I want to know your take on it. We'll talk about it here in just a moment after we have a moment. As wide open as Ken as the rotations fail as Ken knocks down a wide open three, ties it back up at 20s. With 2.50 to go here in the first half. And really, Matt, what I wanted to talk about is kind of the depth for each team because we, we've only seen Nutter has been the only sub that's checked in so far for Hopewell. Correct. And that's, that's a bit of a concern for me. There's three off the mark, but a long rebound will be reeled in by Crease. It'll end up now in Martinez's hands. He'll try the three. He will knock it down from the right wing. Puts Hopewell back up by three with under two and a half to go in the first half. Yeah, I will agree with you. I think it's a little bit of a concern that we haven't seen Dickinson at all or Tyler Agnabal so far in this game, even as rotation pieces, just to kind of move things around and try and force Coach Vermillion to come up with a different rotation just for those two alone. It is it is a little bit of a surprise for Coach Jury. Could also be sitting on them for the second half as well. You never know. Arlington ball with 2.05 to go here in the first half. They trail 23-20. to Vermillion with it. Left wing extended for Arlington. It'll work on Yarbrough. Brings it back out to the wing. Now over to Metzger. Metzger being defended by Kreese. Vermillion now with it being switched on to now by Crease. Wants to hand it over to Russell. Eventually will after Barrier almost poked it away. They'll get it over Vermillion in the corner. Now back up top. Ends up in Kin's hands. Leonard inside to Essinger. Has it the free throw line. Back over Vermillion. Takes the contested three. That time won't fall. Out of the rebound for Hopewell with 136 to go in the first half. Not to interrupt, but when Nutter and Essinger are going against her, do you just hear like Clash of the Titans music going on? Barrier laying up and good inside with a little bit of contact. Adds on the Hopewell lead, it's now 25 to 20 with 120 to go in the first half. This may be one of the few deficiencies defensively for Arlington as they don't really have anyone to stop those third and fourth level scores from attacking the basket. Vermillion, he'll fling up the right wing, three up and good from the right wing as he found the tiniest sliver of an opening and knocked it down. Yeah, that's, that's an understatement. I don't think there was an opening. I think he made an opening happen. Yarbrough down inside. He doesn't get that one to go with a little bit of contact. It'll be Arlington ball with now 52 seconds remaining in the first half. A two-point advantage for Hopewell, but Arlington with possession. 
Arlington certainly has made it a game so far, that's for sure. Metzger with it left wing is going to be poked away. Also last touch by Metzger gives it back over now to Hopewell Loud with 38.7 left to go in this first half. Hopewell the two-point lead. Worth noting, there's a student in the Hopewell Loud in the student section that's waving a crutch around like a battle flag every time something happens. Spacing Cavani will check in for Ryler Essen on the Arlington side with 35 seconds remaining in this first half of action. See Arlington coming on in a little bit of a matchup zone in the 2-3 now. And smart, stay in that 2-3, try and take away any deep outside shot. Hopefully we're going to kind of look to play keep away and try and hold for the last shot as we get down to 16 seconds remaining in the first half. Barrier will drive inside. Uh, brings it back outside, and Martinez losing the handle. Russell with the steal. Russell in transition, lays it up and in as he almost lost the handle, but he was able to maintain it as it was flung ahead by Kreese up to Yarbrough. Yarbrough, the floater from outside, gets it to go right before the buzzer sounds. Hopewell, the three-point lead at the half. Wow. That was a one-handed floater that was... They're saying it was a three-pointer. Yeah, it was, he, he was definitely outside. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That'll, okay. do, that'll do it for a back-and-forth first half here at Liberty Fenton High School. Again, 28-25. Now your score off of the three from Yarborough right before the buzzer sounded here. In half number one, we'll step aside for a quick timeout. We come back. We'll have our own in halftime report shortly after that. Back for the second half of action here between Hopewell Loud and Arlington. Again, Hopewell a three-point lead through one half here in the Division Four District Semifinals here on both WFOB and WBBI. Think you can't qualify for a car loan because of your past credit, bankruptcy, divorce, even repossessions and charge-offs? Well, think again and turn the corner to Warner. Warner Buick GMC can help you find the money you need for a car. Call 419-423-7161. That's 419-423-7161. Or apply online at warnerbuickgmc.com. Let Warner help you get a car today. For price, selection, and service, Warner won't be beat. Have you tried Campus Poly Eyes with their world-famous stuffed sticks? Campus Poly Eyes is at 339 South Blanchard Street and are serving up their award-winning pizza, amazing stuffed breadsticks, subs, salads, and more. Campus Poly Eyes is now delivering all over Findlay, and they offer a great selection of beer and wine for dine-in customers. Voted best restaurant, period, by the BG News three of the last five years. Campus Poly Eyes at 339 South Blanchard Street. Stop in and taste heaven. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. 
Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Hoops. Now here's your host, Eric Reeser. As of July 1 of 2021, college athletes all over the country could make money off of their name, image, and likeness. The acronym NIL has likely been seen and heard almost any time college athletics has been discussed. Since that date, it's been a whirlwind of change in college football. Now coaches must deal with their players receiving money and other things from outside parties where it was once very illegal to do so. Now that the NCAA has washed its hands of impermissible benefit enforcement, there's been no end of the ways student-athletes have received money and other benefits. Prominent boosters from schools all over the country have formed groups or collectives to pool their resources from their businesses and fans alike to offer deals to student-athletes. This has also created situations where high schoolers have allegedly been offered NIL deals to sign with certain schools. All of this has been heaped at the feet of Ohio State's Ryan Day, and you'll hear his thoughts on NIL, collectives, and college football free agency coming up next. This is the Ohio News Network. I'm Scott DeMauro, president of the Ohio Education Association. On behalf of our 120,000 members, OEA is proud to sponsor tonight's game. We know high school sports play an important role in shaping young athletes' lives, and we've all seen the difference Ohio's educators make in their students' lives every day. Whether they're in the classrooms or coaching on the basketball court, Ohio's educators are dedicated to empowering their students and providing them with opportunities to learn, grow, and thrive. For that, we say thank you. Did you know that three Ohioans are diagnosed with oral cancer every day? Dentists are doctors of dental surgery and can recognize life-threatening conditions and treat oral diseases before they become serious health complications. Ohio Dental Association member dentists are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care. Ask if your dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association and American Dental Association so you know you're being treated by the best. To find an ODA dentist in your area, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. This, this is ONN. Earlier this year, the Cleveland Plain Dealer reported that Ohio State's head football coach Ryan Day told local business leaders and prominent Ohio State alum he would need $13 million in name, image, and likeness deals to keep his current football roster intact. This is in line with what other major universities are reportedly doing with their football programs. Schools like Georgia, Alabama, Texas A&M, and USC all have money reportedly being used on players and potential players now that the NCAA has basically made it legal to do so through name, image, and likeness, something Ryan Day says has become a way of life in college football. It was uh, never part of the conversation. Then it became part of the conversation. Uh, It's trending towards being the conversation for a lot of folks. So just as as time has gone on, it's become more and more of a priority for for folks. And so, you know, navigating those times and adapting is is important. In early December, Ohio State's athletic director, Gene Smith, sent out a memo soliciting fan donations to several Ohio State-sponsored collectives that are run by a prominent Ohio State alumni and boosters. In the memo, Smith cited Ohio State's commitment to, quote, supporting our current and future student-athletes while building strong competitive programs, end quote. Adding, quote, we welcome your help in keeping Ohio State at the top of the college athletics landscape, end quote. Ryan Day, says they believe they have the support from everyone. It's certainly a priority for us to to make sure we have everything we need to support our players. And that's 
kind of well I'll leave it right there. We we have some folks that are that are uh, that are really helping and doing everything they can, and that's great. And so you know we're going to need as much help as we can moving forward. But the great news is you know we have great fans who want to support it, and we're going to do make sure we do everything we can to make sure our guys get what's fair. Ryan Day says they also make it a point to tell players how much support there is for NIL at Ohio State. We're going to need all the help we can get, but that's kind of the way it is across the country right now. And, and the, the great news is we're, we're positioned really really well in Columbus and with our fan base to, to, do, to do just that. And, you know, our team has done very, very well here on campus and, and over the last year. They've done great. So we're going to keep building towards that and just make sure that everyone knows that this is real, we're here, and, yeah, certainly going to need their support. NIL has also become a talking point when bringing in players from the transfer portal. Some have accused athletes of being college football free agents, going to where the most money and endorsement deals can be had. Ryan Day says that's not something they do when considering a transfer portal player. You know, certainly if, if there's something that we can do in terms of upgrade in, in a certain position, we'll always do that. That's our job. But we'll also take into consideration the right culture fit, the right fit for them, the expectations. If somebody comes into the program, they know they're going to have to earn their right to get on the field. You know, we're not just going to guarantee when you come here, you're going to do this, you're going to get this many touches, or you're going to start the minute you walk into that, that locker room. You know, I don't know how folks do that and then look at the players currently on their roster and say, I just guaranteed someone to come in and be a starter. You know, and so uh, we take all those things into consideration. But as you know, we, we have ad, added guys, and I think we've done a really good job of being thoughtful in those areas. But, you know, certainly the, the transfer portal has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. It's become like free agency, so it's something that you know, we're going to be a part of. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Eric Reeser. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Welcome to Bigby Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you, and her, and him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person, dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. This is Jim Fruth, candidate for judge of the Tiffin Fostoria Municipal Court. I'm reminding you that the voter registration deadline for the May primary is April 3rd. Please exercise your right to vote and make your voice heard. And when you do, I would appreciate your support and vote. Thank you and go Chieftains. Paid for by Fruth for Judge Committee, Thomas W. Zerm Treasurer, and approved by Jim Fruth, candidate for judge of the Tiffin Fostoria Municipal Court. 28-25, your score through one half of basketball as we're just about ready to start the second half here from Liberty Benton High School Division 4 District Semifinals. Game 2 of our doubleheader. Game 1 was won by Mohawk by an 80-40 score as they await the winner of this one between Hopewell Loudon and Arlington Lance Morris. Matt Common here with you on both WFOB and WBVI. And Matt, just uh, kind of as we expected, what a good, good uh, first half it was. 
Yeah, I didn't expect it to be that good of a first half. I mean, requiring a buzzer beater, one-handed three-pointer from Carter Yarborough to make it just a three-point lead. I mean, uh, it goes back to what we've been talking about this whole night, the chess match between Vermillion and Jerry and is Ben. Like, I, I hope there's some, like, young coaches here in the at the game tonight watching. This is a master class in coaching at this level. This is an absolute master class from both of them making adjustments on the fly, switching from Griggs to Metzger to get the height, which threw Kreese off, off a little bit. Still has 10 points, still having a solid night, but he's needing a lot of extra help from his teammates to make this one go, whereas Arlington doing a great job attacking the weaknesses of this Hopewell-Loudon defense. It's be Arlington ball to start in the second half here as they'll attack the basket to our right here from our position here. That's Liberty Benton High School. Tough shot will be partially blocked, I think, by Elmore. That's I'm on the shot by Russell. Up ahead in transition. Barrier almost runs out of room for Hopewell. He'll get it back up top to Crease. Crease will drive his way inside as Riggs forces the pickup. Turnaround shot up and good. He's in backboard. Two is advantage. That time will Evan Crease make it a five-point lead for Hopewell just 30 seconds into the second half. And those kinds of shots you just have to live with if you're Griggs. You're really not going to stop them all. And that was a lot of work that Crease had to do just to get two points there. The Arlington ball with 7.18 to go, third quarter of action. Messing with it on the right wing. Over now, Jake Vermillion gets the screen from Metzger. They'll swing it around. Now back over to Russell. Russell will drive baseline. Back over now to Griggs up top for Essinger. Essinger, he'll find Ken. Ken, a few moves. Now ends up in Vermillion's hands on the left wing. Gets the screen as well from Griggs as Arlington, good job working the ball around the perimeter. Russell gets the screen. Now back over to Ken on the left wing. Extended for Arlington. 6.50 to go. Third quarter of action. Messinger will drive right side. Go up. Finds Russell down inside. And Kreese gets the block. But they're going to get him for the foul down low with 6.42 to go here in the third quarter. And I'll tell you what. You want to talk about the chess move and adjustment that they've made. Essinger beyond the arc. Taking Elmore away from the paint where he's comfortable defensively. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. This free throw off the mark for Caden Russell. And a reminder, today's game is brought to you in part by Compass 4 Insurance Agency. Win with great insurance coverage from Compass 4 Insurance Agency in Bascom. Call them for your free quote today at 419-937-2205. Wishing Hopewell out and the best of luck here today. Russell, good on the second free throw to split the pair. Really can't leave points like that on the floor against this Hopewell squad. Carter Yarbrough with the left wing extended for Hopewell Loudon. Yarbrough will look to drive inside, goes up through the contact, won't get the shot to fall, but they'll draw the foul, so right back to the line. Now this time we will see Carter Yarbrough for Hopewell with 6.26 to go in third. Solid job drawing the contact there by Yarbrough. You see Chase Vermillion check in after the first free throw on the Arlington side as that puts Yarbrough at the line, a 73% Free throw shooter, his first free throw up and in. We will see Jace Vermillion check in. He will check in for Jared Griggs. Check in for Griggs. They're going to rotate Russell back on to Crease, it looks like. Second free throw from Yarbrough. That time off the mark. King comes in to get the board for Arlington. Up ahead now, Russell. Russell, he'll cross the timeline for Arlington to 6.20 to go here, third quarter, 31-26 to score. Hopewell the lead, deep three, Jace Vermillion up and good from the left wing as the sophomore gets that one to drop, makes it a two-point game. It's a Vermillion. <laughs> there you go. 
Bowe brings the ball up the floor. Yarbrough all the way inside. He can't finish inside, but again, we'll see Yarbrough draw the foul again, go to the line of 6-0-1 to go here in the third quarter. I know the thing with Yarbrough, why he's such a good defender, why he's so good at drawing fouls, he has such incredible body control. I mean, you saw it there. He was going up easy land, but adjusted his body as he was putting up the shot to lean into Essinger, make that contact happen. Just brilliant move from Yarborough. First free throw up and good for Yarborough. The second one too strong. Jason Ramoy on the board for Arlington. Gets it up ahead to Essinger. Essinger in transition, gets it back out in the corner. Can wide open right corner. This time doesn't touch anything on the shot. Harry gets the board. Hopewell now back the other way. They have the numbers in transition. Go inside Martinez. Can't get the land to drop. Vermillion briefly had the board. The rip right away. Down to Elmore. Takes it. Lays it up and in for Hopewell. Great play by Elmore. Great, great play by Elmore. My goodness. 34-29. Your score. Hopewell with the lead. Arlington with possession with five and a half to go here. Third quarter. Russell with it. Left wing. He'll drive inside. Pump fake back out. Jace Vermillion now right wing. Bring it back towards the top of the key. Hands it to his brother Jake at the volleyball line near the right side. Brings it back now to the right wing. Vermillion hands it over. Russell. Russell maintains his possession with 5-10 to go. Third quarter. Five-point deficit now for Arlington. So get it out. Jace Vermillion with it up top. Working on barrier. Got look to drive inside. Step back. Maintains his dribble. Forcing it now over the right side. Hands it back to Jake Vermillion on the right wing. Yarbrough defending him, almost losing the handle. Able to regain possession of Will Jake for a million. Going out, get it over to Jace up top. Working on Yarbrough, almost losing the handle. Will lose the handle briefly, but so right back by Vermillion. He'll bounce it into Essinger. Essinger down inside, unable to get it to go as Elmore came away to get a block. And we'll get a foul call on Arlington. And if that goes against Essinger, that's going to be his third, and I think it will. That's a brutal one. And it will be just that. See Cavity Gray check in. Worth noting, we talked about the short bench that Coach Jury's running. Unlike the first half, Agaba is out of his warm-ups. So I would imagine we will see Agaba check in here in the second half, kind of as a facilitator and defender here at some point, as he was in his warm-up still in the first half. 34-29, your score and a four and a half to go. Third quarter of action, Division Four District semifinals from Liberty Benton High School. Hopewell with the lead over Arlington and with possession. Reese with it on the right elbow. Turn around, shot up and good again as he makes another tough basket. This time from the right elbow. He's now got 14, extends Hopewell's lead. The comparison I make if you want to look at an NBA-style player, the way Kreese plays the game, it's Dirk. It's absolutely Dirk. The way he plays it, he does that great mid-range game. Oh, Barrier gets a bad one there. So get Barrier for a foul, and that's going to be a foul on Barrier. That's his second, it appears. So that sends Jake Vermillion to the line now for Arlington. As Barrier thought he got a clean block on the three-pointer, but gets called for the foul. You, you, you know how bad a foul call is based on the coach jury reaction. He had to go all the way down to the suited players at the end of the bench to regain himself there. <laughs> go up and good for Vermillion at the line. One for two currently. Here's the third. It's up and good as he'll go two for three. Cut down the deficit now to five with under four minutes to go here in the third quarter. Reminder, today's game is brought to you in part by Kendra's Cakes. Visit them for a tasty treat at their new location at 695 North State Route 635 in Bascom. Find them on Facebook 
for all their goodies. Wishing Hopewell the best of luck here tonight. Driving inside, Yarbrough can't get the land to go. Elmore, second chance, also off the mark. That comes down to get the board for Arlington. Really big board for Metzger there. Good effort by Elmore. I like to see him trying to finish on the offensive side. This Vermillion with it had to bobble the handle. Jake Vermillion, the wide open right corner. His three won't fall. Rebound tipped around, ends up in Russell's hands. It'll be a jump ball. Possession arrow will give it back over though to Hopewell Lana with 3.23 to go in the third quarter. A five-point advantage for the Chieftains. And first jump ball we've seen tonight. Yes, actually for yes. either game. Yeah, for either game actually. That's our first jump. Wow. Very clean rebounds throughout the games for both of them so far. This will throw it into Martinez. Martinez now up ahead for Hopewell. He'll go all the way inside. He'll take a bunch of contact. He's still going to get called, I think, for, I, I don't know, I'm not sure if it's an offensive foul or if they're just saying it went out of bounds, but either way, gives possession back to Arlington. That's okay. I mean, I get Co Coach Jury definitely let his opinion be known there with one of the officials. That, that's a very tough no call there. Down inside, Fodor up and good by Caden Russell. That'll cut down Arlington's deficit to three with three minutes to go in the third quarter. And if you're Arlington, now you know you can go on the attack a little bit more. Martinez crossing the timeline now for Hopewell Loud, and Martinez drives inside, and he'll get some more contact. This time will draw the foul with 2.49 to go here in the third quarter. Not nearly as much contact as there was on the previous one, but definitely a good bit of contact there. County will be called on the foul on the Arlington side with 2.49 left to go here in this third quarter. Martinez at the line. Martinez a 71% free throw shooter. And the sophomore will make the front end of the free throws. A reminder, today's game is also brought to you in part by Thomas Daniel Construction. Build a strong foundation with local builder remodeler Thomas Daniel Construction. Celebrating 50 years in business. Wishing Hopewell Loudon good luck here tonight. Second free throw coming for Martinez for Hopewell Loudon. And he'll be up and make that one as well. Back to a five-point lead for Hopewell with 2.49 to go in the third. You gotta give Hopewell credit. They've been maintaining this five-point lead since they got it early in the third quarter. Really, no matter what Arlington has been throwing at them. Getting Russell with it up top for Arlington. 2.39 left to go here, third quarter. Cavani with it in the corner, back over to Metzger. That's with it up top for Arlington, down inside. Now back into the corner for Vermillion, right back over. Vermillion with it, left corner, he'll drive inside. Cavani, open the left wing, three, that doesn't touch anything. Rebound is last touched by Metzger and gives it back over to Hopewell Louder with 2.22 left to go here in the third quarter. And, and here's where this chess match versus execution starts coming into play. Cavani going out to keep Elmore out of the paint, great. Nobody attacking the paint then when it's open, big miss for Marlington. Garbro crossing the timeline for Hopewell Loudon as we'll see Nutter get set to check in here for the Chieftains. So get it to crease left wing, they'll double team. Yarbrough wide open, won't take the shot this time. He'll get it to Martinez on the right wing. He'll drive inside as he'll go inside and he'll draw the foul on the floor with 2.02 left to go here in the third quarter. A 38 to 33 score. Hopewell with the advantage. Let's see who Will Nutter's checking in for here in a moment. It's going to be Elmore. Okay, so. A little bit easier of a matchup now for Cavani. We also will see Brady Griggs get set to check in for the first time tonight for Arlington at the next dead ball. The ball out and now with possession under two minutes to go in this third quarter. Grease calling for the isolation here on Caden Russell. 
He'll look to drive right side. He'll pull up on the short corner. Gets it to go with the foul. Another big basket for Evan Crease extends Hopewell's lead. Once again, it's Dirk. It's, that's the way he plays it. He plays it with that, that great jab step. Has a zero step when he attacks the paint. Able to stop on a dime, fade back on his shot. It is a very impressive sight to see. You see the chess match continuing as, as soon as Cavani checked out, Coach Dury went right back to Donovan Elmore. Just absolutely brilliant. Again, any young coaches out there, watch the film of this game. This is just a master class from both of these teams. And one free throw from Crease up and good. Makes it now 41 to 33 with 149 left to go here in the third quarter. Crease has 17 thus far for Hopewell. Crease yeah, definitely having a great night. Definitely having a great night so far. Okay, and Russell within the high post now for Arlington. They'll hand it back over Jake Vermillion. Vermillion will pump fake. Make a few dribbles back out towards the volleyball line. He'll redrive inside. He'll pull up for the three. Doesn't get that one to go. Long rebound eventually reeled in by Barriers. They'll look to double team him. Freeze flings it over now. Yarbrough. Yarbrough crossing half court. Hopewell briefly had the numbers. Yarbrough able to make the defender miss as they go down into Elmore and pass poked away. Heads up with Jason Millions. Hands now for Arlington with 110 to go in the third. Great defense. That could have ended very badly for Arlington. Vermillion with it left wing. He'll hand it over Caden Russell. Right back to Vermillion now in the corner. He'll swing it back towards Russell near the top of the key. Actually all the way out towards the volleyball line. Now with 55 seconds to go in the third. Another deep three. This time Jason Vermillion off the mark. Rebounded though by Caden Russell. Keep it with Arlington. Metzger now tries his luck from outside. That was too strong as well. Priest eventually comes down to get the board for Hopewell. It'll be poked away from him. And last touch by Arlington. Remaining Hopewell ball with 44.2 to go in the third quarter. An eight point lead for Hopewell out. So far the biggest lead that we've seen for either of these teams, if I recall correctly. It really hasn't gone more than five. Yep, eight points is the largest lead thus far for either team. See Jared Griggs checking. He'll come in for Caden Russell on the Arlington side. Almost to steal that time for Jake Vermillion. As see Barrier dealing with the pressure from Vermillion before he gets it towards half court. Now crossing half court. Vermillion will poke it away. And I think they're going to get... A foul call. Yeah, Yeah, for wrapping him around. And now we see Tyler Gaba check in for Hopewell Louder for the first time here today as he will check in for. He's not sure who he's checking in for. As Yarbrough will check out. Pretty sure Yarbrough just didn't want to check out. That could be part of it. Brady King back on the floor, replacing Jared Griggs on the Arlington side. Now 25 seconds remain in the third quarter. Brady Griggs with it, wanted to go up top to Ken. Ken wasn't ready for the pass. Luckily, though, Metzger able to get it back in for Arlington. Metzger, deep outside shot. Too strong that time. Barrier tips. Eventually, the rebound will be brought in briefly by Crease, but he ran out of room, and he'll end up running out of room completely. And so we lost one to touch it. It'll stay with Arlington on the baseline with nine seconds to go here in the third quarter. Another solid effort play from Crease. Just... Ran out of real estate. Kin will inbound for Arlington. Open inside will be Brady Griggs. He'll lay it up and in off of the inbound play as we get down to five seconds remaining in the corner. Agaba, he'll try and drive all the way inside. The senior can't finish. Elmore almost had a putback slam. And that this place would have exploded had he had a little more room to launch up and put that one down. Yeah, had he been able to pull that one off, that would have been... You wouldn't be hearing anything right now, just be noise. Just complete noise. 
That will step aside for a quick timeout. We come back, start of the fourth quarter here from Liberty Benton, 41-35. Your score, hopefully, allowing the lead through three here at Liberty Benton High School. You're listening to the Division Four District Semifinals action here on both WFOB and WBVI. Are you looking for a job with a great company? The Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $18.84 an hour with a raise after 90 days. These are full-time positions that work second shift from 2 p.m. until 10 p.m. There's also an opening for a CDL Class A truck driver. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family-driven. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have third shift general labor positions available with a starting pay of $17.51 an hour with a $0.25 shift differential for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria and part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Starting the fourth quarter of action here from Liberty Benson High School side for today's action. Division four district semifinals here on both WFOB and WBVI. Hope will allow the 41 to 35 lead here as we start the fourth quarter between them and Arlington. Driving inside will be Jake Vermillion down inside. Essinger able to get that one to go over some tough defense with the little baby hook. Makes it a four point game with 7.40 to go. That's the kind of plays they need. They need to be able to get something going in the paint here to open things up to the outside. Well, and able to get things set up in the half court following the full court press being applied by Arlington. Carter Yarbrough now back on the floor for Tyler Agamba on the Hopewell Loud inside of things. Get it to Evan Priest, they'll double team him. And it's end up stolen away by Ken as Arlington now goes the other direction. Ken down inside Griggs. Griggs turnaround shot up and good again. Second basket for Brady. Griggs off the bench makes it a two point game with 7 10 to go. Bishop tonight, three. <laughs> Hopewell Loudon get it up across half court. Now Crease open right wing for his own three. And that time off the mark. Essinger comes in and gets the board that time for Arlington. Chance to tie or take the lead here with under seven minutes to go. My goodness, this is turning to such a, this has been a great game, but wow. Jake Vermillion three will not fall. Crease comes down. He'll grab the board for Hopewell Loudon. Chieftains back the other way with 6.40 left to go here in this one. 41-39, your score. Barrier over to Yarbrough right wing. He'll look to drive inside. Spin around move. And a blocking foul called on Jake Vermillion with 6.33 left to go. That's a tough one there. I mean, it is a, the correct call. Vermillion did not really have his feet set, that was such a hard hit on the spin there from Yarborough. That's now a bigger issue. Hope Paul's in the bonus. Puts Yarborough at the line for the one and one. First free throw up and good for Yarborough. Reminder today's. Game is brought to you in part by Kuhn Sales and Service, LLC, one mile west of Bascom on 7387 West State Route 18. Second free throw from Yarbrough. Off the mark, he'll split the pair, make it 42 to 39, 630 left to go. Still still in that three to five point range that we've been in, I don't know, the whole game, it's felt like. Arlington will set things up in the half court. Driving inside briefly, be Russell brings it back to the wing. They'll go inside to Essinger on the right block, working on Elmore. Essinger ends up bouncing it right off of himself. He gives possession back over now to Hopewell Loudon with 6-12 left to go. Two very big mistakes on two possessions in a row. Too quick of a shot from Jake Vermillion, and then there with Essinger. In a game like this, you can't have those. You really got to clean that up here for the rest of this quarter. 
Hopewell down inside Elmore, turnaround shot, does not touch anything. Rebounded by Jake Vermillion. Arlington back the other way with six minutes left to go. They trail 42 to 39. Vermillion will drive inside. Russell will have it on the left wing. He'll pump fake, put it on the deck. Bring it back out towards the volleyball line. Slow things down now for Arlington in the half court. Essinger with it up top, finding Ken. Russell down inside Essinger, working on the right block. Back out Jake Vermillion after actually had to get up off the floor as he fell. So having now left wing, brings it all the way back to the volleyball line again. We'll see Arlington reset. Vermillion almost losing the handle, almost poked away by Martinez. Breaks down to Vermillion, left corner three, comes up short. Tries to follow his own shot, won't be able to do so. Martinez gets the board for Hopewell. Pretty confident Kreese got a bit of a hand on that one too. In transition to Kreese, unable to get it to go as I think he was maybe thinking about a potential dunk before the ball got into his hands as Vermillion now will take it the other direction for Arlington. Brady gigs open for the three, that time won't fall, tipped around, ends up back now in Vermillion's hands as it sips around on the long rebound with 5.02. Left to go in this one, 42-39, your score, Hopewell the three-point lead. Tell you what, Brady Griggs has come into the game, he's really been a nice spark for this team. He's got a hand check foul up top against Martinez, it'll be the fourth team foul against Hopewell, we'll see Jace Vermillion check in for Arlington, he will come in for Brady Kinn. Coach Jury will take the full timeout with 4.52 left to go here in this fourth quarter of action. We'll go ahead and step aside for the timeout as well. Three-point lead for Hopewell out and over Arlington. Listen to the Division Four District Semifinals from Liberty Benton on WFB and WBBI. That's the sound of a day starting out right, and I hear it every time my new Toro Z Master Zero Turn Mower starts up with big-time horsepower, giant tires, turbo force deck, and comforts like my ride suspension and USB ports. It's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Toro Z Master Mower today. See a complete line of Toro products at Coon Sales and Service just west of Bascom on State Route 18. My name is Carrie Malligan with Harold Floriana Funeral Home. In 1975, my father, Jeff Floriana, married my mother, Candy. That's when he not only committed his life to her, but our family business. Jeff, along with my husband, Tony, carry on our family's tradition of commitment and pride in our community. A lot has changed since we began in 1904, but one thing hasn't, our promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in our call to get information on pre-planning your future. Let your wishes be known and help ease the burden of your loved ones. Same location we've always been, on the corner of Tiffin and Union Streets in Faustoria. Harold Floriana Funeral Home, we're here for you. 42 to 39 is your score as we start resuming action. The volume goes the other way, Lance. <laughs> they don't know that, so only that affected you. <laughs> it's worse that comedy with the both WFB, WBVI. 42-39, your score, 452 remaining. A three-point lead for Hopewell Loudon. Arlington, though, with possession. Just had you violently echo through my ears. Brady Griggs open left corner three, much too strong. Rebound is Held in briefly by Russell. It's still up for grabs. And Martinez actually comes away with it for Hopewell. Up ahead, Elmore. Elmore throwing it down with one hand on the transition flush. A five-point lead again for Hopewell. Huge play there for Hopewell. Huge, huge play. And a dunk. That was fun. Driving inside will be Griggs. We'll get a foul call down inside as Mr. Moyen got the three to go, but it was already after they had called the foul on the floor. That'll be on Kreese. That'll be his second one of the night. Also the fifth team foul against Hopewell. So nearing the bonus in that regard. Briggs will drive inside. Land just too strong. Elmore comes down with it for Hopewell out it. 
Just a touch too strong. But again, th this Griggs kid, Brady Griggs, he's looked pretty good since he's come out there. Well, sets things up in the half court. 4-0-3 remaining. 44-39, your score, thanks to a transition dunk by Donovan Elmore. Martinez, he'll drive inside. Goes up through the contact. He'll get a travel call on Martinez in lieu of a foul against Arlington. Yeah, I'd say that was about, that was a Euro step, then another Euro step. Then a nice cut move, like to get it to the open lane. That was a pretty bad travel there. Five-point lead for Hopewell Loud in Arlington, though, with possession with 3.45 remaining in this one. Division four district semifinals from Liberty Benton. Winner of this one will take on Mohawk in the district finals on Friday. Chase Vermillion, he's over left corner, gets it back out now. Luke Metzger. Now Caden Russell ends up with it up top. Russell will look to drive inside. Hands it over Jake Vermillion. He'll pump fake, being defended by Yarbrough. Jab step now back up top for Essinger. Essinger working on Elmore. Now he'll turn around, gets it back over Metzger left wing. Metzger gets another screen from Messinger. Briefly had room, won't take the shot this time. Or again, we'll see Arlington reset. 3-10 left to go in this one. Metzger, deep left wing three, off the mark again. Russell, big offensive board, losing the handle, ends up back in Metzger's hands. Jake Vermillion now open for the right wing three, gets that one to go for the Arlington Red Devils. That is under three left to go as they get the deficit back down to two. A full timeout taken by Coach Vermillion. I gotta tell you, I missed everything that was happening over there because Coach Jury was either violently attacking a tarantula on the floor, being attacked by an army of like Viking ghosts, or was simply trying to get the attention of his players on the floor. I don't know what I just saw, but I know what I like, and that was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Now, that done that analysis, what we just saw down here, great effort from Arlington, getting the second chance opportunities. They've really let Hopewell win those throughout a majority of the night. Taking that, gain it back out in the open area. Nice job with the good play by Russell. Basically on his own rebound, blocking Crease for a second to give Jake Vermillion that open look. And we're right back to a two-point game with time to kill in this game. And I, I gotta be honest, as brutal as that first game was to watch, this has just been absolute gold. This has been a great district semifinal. The Hopewell Loudon ball on the baseline. They lead by two after the Jake Vermillion three. It's 44 to 42 with just under three minutes left to go. Here's a inbound for Hopewell Loudon. So throw it in towards Barrier, dealing with the full court pressure being applied by Arlington. They'll now look to back off once they got the inbound. Barrier, he'll look to drive inside, almost loses the handle. Martinez able to regain possession for Hopewell. He has it on the right wing. As we're seeing some face-up defense now being applied by Arlington, this time down the floor as we get down to 2.40 left to go. I gotta tell you right now, Hopewell, the exact opposite of what we saw earlier with Mohawk. They're actually playing a little too passive with this lead right now. Down inside, Kreese gets that one to go over the tough defense again of Essinger, as Kreese now has 19, four-point lead for Hopewell with 2.25 to go. Definitely a star performance from Kreese. Going with it, now swings it back over to Russell, being defended by Yarbrough. They'll get it now, Jake Vermillion, right wing. Back over now, Caden Russell has set a double screen for Jason Vermillion on the far side, down into Jake Vermillion on the cut, oh, oh. 
unable to lay that one up and in as Crease gets the board. Hopewell right back the other way with two minutes left to go. Barrier inside as he floats it up. I think he couldn't decide whether he was going to try a floater or throw something towards Elmore. Ends up going the other way now for Arlington. Yeah, a little indecisive, and he was trying to draw a little too much contact there. Down inside, now back out to Jace Vermillion for Arlington, trailing 46 to 42, 142 left to go in this one. Back out now, Caden Russell. Russell being defended by Yarbrough. Russell maintaining his dribble. Now Jace Vermillion, right wing, right back to Russell. Swings it over, Jake Vermillion, open left wing, the three, comes up short, rebounded by Elmore. Hopewell back the other way, now 123 to go. Starting to run out of time here a little bit with the foul situation as well. As Barrier now will draw the foul with 117 left to go, and I think that's exactly what we will see now on the Arlington side as that'll result now another one and one for Hopewell. I mean, don't disagree with it, but since they're already in the bonus, you don't really have any fouls to give. I'm, I'm not sure I'd really want to put Hopewell at the line. Even if they just keep the pair, they're going to continue to extend that lead on you. Free throw off of the mark. Crease able though to get the board to keep it with Hopewell. He'll get it back out to Yarbrough. Yarbrough, he'll look to drive and he'll draw the foul. Is will get that one on Jake Vermillion with 112 to go. The third one for Jake Vermillion. He's got to be careful. He is the last person you want to have get fouled out of this game in any capacity. Gonna have Brady Griggs check in for Arlington as Yarbrough makes the front end of the free throw. Brady Griggs will check in for Arlington in place of Metzger. Replacing Metzger. I like that swap. Griggs has been giving you a little bit more than Metzger has tonight. Second free throw from Yarbrough. Up and good. He'll go two for two. Extend the Hopewell loud in the lead with 112. All left to go here in the game. Got to take some heroics. It's going to take some heroics here from Arlington. Brady Griggs with it up top for the Red Devils. Hands it over right side. Jace Vermillion, three, up and good again. The sophomore connects from outside, making a three-point game with just under a minute to go. Like I said, going to take some heroics. <laughs> the combined Vermillions have 20. Jace has six with Jake having 14. And a big shot there. Cuts it down, of course, to a three-point game. 30-second timeout. We're going to keep it here. Humble WFOB, WBBI. We'll see Jared Griggs also check in following this time out here on the Arlington side. Three-point lead for Hopewell Loudon, cut down after a three-ball from Jace Vermillion for Arlington. Yeah, you know, as I've been saying all night, it's a Vermillion. Of course, they're going to hit the three-ball, but the fact that it was Jace Vermillion connecting on that one deep, that really shows how much his game has developed as the season has gone on. I would not have tagged him as someone trying to take that shot in the fourth quarter of a playoff game at the start of the year when I was you know, doing some of these Arlington games with you and stuff like that, it's, I, I would not have tagged that as that being when he would be taking that shot. But you know what? Hats off to him. He's really developed and stepped up his game, and he's part of the reason they're in this one right now. He absolutely has. He spent most of his time playing JV, so it wasn't. It was a big surprise that it was able to get that way. Arlington able to get another steal and put it right back to a one-point game. Now 50 seconds remain. Okay. Yarbrough draws the foul. 46.3 left to go. One-point lead now for Hopewell after a couple quick baskets for Arlington. We'll see Jason Williams check right back in for Arlington. Another offensive-defensive sub. And these are two very, very big foul shots right now for Carter Yarborough. 
Nice free throw from Yarborough, up and good. Mason Wright will check in for Jared Griggs in the offense, defense, sub, same sub rotation they uh, did on the end of the game on Friday, as well as Coach Jury will take the timeout with 46.3 left to go in this one. Another full timeout, but we'll again keep it right here on both WFOB, WBVI, as Matt's chest, I think, is starting to get a little tight. I'm just checking my pulse. I think I died about a quarter ago at this point. And adrenaline from this game is keeping me going. My goodness. Phenomenal, phenomenal fourth quarter. Phenomenal game. Now the question boils down to, with Arlington being so good at the three ball, I'll throw a bit of a wild card out there. Do you risk deliberately missing this one to get the rebound and hope that Creaser Elmore can put it back up? Or do you just hope that Yarborough connects? Worst that happens is a tie if it goes back down that way. I think you go with the ladder. I think you try and make the free throw and defend after that. I don't think you want to, because then you miss it and allow Arlington to then take the lead with a three. I think you'd rather have the sure point. And I would agree. But we've also seen Coach Jerry come up with some elaborate things over the years. Also true. So this, because the way I'm looking at it right now, Essinger is fairly gassed. Elmore is beating him on the rebounds right now. In theory, between him and Crease, you should be able to get the rebound on a miss. Great throw from Yarbrough, oh, and good. Makes it a three-point game with 46.3 left to go, 50-47. to 47. Currently the score, Hopewell the lead. Someone needs to connect on a three ball here. And Barrier will get tagged for a reach-in foul up top. That'll be the sixth team foul against Hopewell, so they now have no more fouls left to give. And that's a bad foul, too. You just gave Arlington a decent bit of time to work with as well. Now we'll get it after the inbound. Recross the timeline now for the Red Devils. Jason Wayne down inside. Essinger switched down to by Yarbrough. Unable to lay it up and in, though, as it's tipped around. Last touched by Arlington. Hopewell ball with 30.3 to go. That might do it. That might actually do it there. Unless you can get another big steal here. Oh, Arlington needed that possession to end in points. Both Griggs brothers will check in for Arlington along with Metzger checking in in place of Essinger. Family affairs here at Arlington. The Griggs boys are great on defense and the Vermillion boys hit them from outside the arc. Race up ahead to Barrier. Barrier going to be hit as he'll draw the foul. Actually, someone, someone, lost, some, oh, say, someone lost her shoe. It's actually Jake Vermillion who ended up losing his shoe. 29 seconds remain in this one as that will send Barrier to the line now for some free throws to try and put this game possibly out of reach on the Arlington side. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't necessarily know if it's completely out of reach if he just splits the pair. That's why I said possibly. But if he connects on both, uh, it might be out of reach at that point. Very free throw up and good. Vermillion and Kim will check in for Arlington. Both Griggs brothers will check out for the Red Devils. Second free throw now coming for Blake Barrier for Hopewell Loudon. Free throw comes up short. Rebound will be hauled in by Metzger. Arlington the other way. They trail by four. 24 seconds remain. Kent, open right wing three. Comes up short. Elmore comes in to get the board for Hopewell. He will be immediately hit and draw the foul with 18.4 to go. And that's going to be Jason Vermillion's fifth foul. Foul for number one, Jake Vermillion, his fifth. 
So that will, in fact, end the night for Jake Vermillion. So that puts the big man Donovan Elmore at the line for Hopewell Loudon as Brady Griggs will check in for Jake Vermillion. Oh, man, that's a shame if that's how Jake Vermillion's career comes to a close. Elmore at the line for two free throws. First free throw for Elmore. Off the mark. Elmore a 52% free throw shooter. I'll say, that 52%, he notoriously splits the pair more often than not. Second one for the 6'5 junior, Elmore. Off the mark as well. Metzger the board for Arlington. Up ahead, Russell. Russell driving left side. He'll take the pull-up three. That one's barely going to graze off the rim barrier with the board. He'll take it the other direction now for Hopewell. Martinez looks to go inside. Was looking towards Elmore, but actually Elmore, I think, was looking for a possible alley-oop. And it'll end up going out of bounds. Back over to Arlington. 4.7 left to go. Our name... I don't see Reggie Miller out there, but... Briggs way outside, doesn't touch anything. Time expires, that will do it. Hopewell Lowry in a 51 to 47 win tonight over Arlington. Man, what a fantastic game. What a fantastic game. I mean, what, what more can be said? You know, I mean, this was back and forth the entire game. Ends up being a four point win. And it took everything for Hopewell to come away with a W in this one. This was a great back and forth between these two teams. And for, for me, I'll, I'll take away from this one especially just the, the duel between the coaches. Yeah. My God. Like, how if anyone who watches this game can come up with any other sentence besides Coach Vermillion and Coach Jury are two of the best in the business in this region, I think you're nuts. <laughs> they, they are unquestionably two of the best in the area. And tonight's game showed it the way they were going back and forth. And 51-47, your final. Hope well out in getting the win today over Arlington. We'll go ahead, step aside for a quick timeout, then come back and wrap this one up here from Liberty Benton High School. You've been listening to High School Posts basketball on both WFOB and WBBI. Why compromise your taste with plain old coffees and teas? You don't have to with Java's Enchanted Coffee Cafe in downtown Fostoria. Step into the inclusive culture of Java's Enchanted Bean and smell aromas of handmade artisan breads, cookies, and freshly roasted specialty coffees and teas. Be delighted with a blend perfectly suited to you. Whether you select a creative puppy chow latte or simply want a basic brew, Java's Enchanted Bean will customize your drink and made-from-scratch comfort food just for you. Java's Enchanted Bean located at 204 South Main Street in Fostoria, a safe place to come and take a break from life. It's 10 p.m. and oh shoot, you didn't make that appointment for your aching knee. Guess what? Northwest Ohio Orthopedics is making it easier for patients to schedule their appointments. Online scheduling is now available. Hop online and schedule right away with whatever day and time works best for you and your family. The new online scheduling benefit is available at all six NWO locations. Finlay, Tiffin, Fremont, Fastoria, Bluffton, and Bowling Green. NWO is always working to make things easier for their patients. Go online, schedule, and bam, done. 
Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. We are here from Liberty Benton High School. We're signed for today's action division for district semifinals. Hopewell Loudon came away with the win over Arlington here tonight by a score of 51 to 47. And we hope Loudon taking on Mohawk for a district's title back here Friday night at 6 o'clock. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on both WFOB and WBVI. And Matt, this game, I'd say, exactly lived up to the building than I thought it would be. A close game. All the way, eight-point lead was the biggest either team got, so neither team got in a double-figure lead, but back-and-forth game all the way that Hopewell just able to find a way to pull out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this this game was without question exactly as advertised. We thought this was going to be a good, solid back-and-forth game. We really thought it was going to come down maybe the final minute, final minute and a half, and really it came down to the final 15 seconds. I mean, that, that's really when it finally became out of reach for Arlington and the, the, the fact they were able to make it a competitive game, make it a good back and forth like that against a very talented Hopewell Loudon team just goes to show you how important strategy is in a game and I, I can't emphasize enough just the incredible coaching effort we just saw from Coach Vermillion and Coach Jerry, both of them, both incredible coaching efforts tonight in what turned into a phenomenal game between these two teams and really one of those where you're colossally let down that somebody actually had to lose this particular game because both of them very deserving of going to the next round and taking on a Mohawk team. Not sure if that's much of a consolation prize for the winner tonight that you have to go take on Mohawk after you saw what they just did to Van Lu earlier this evening. But you're in the district championship. That's really all you can ask for in both teams phenomenal games tonight it really came down to about four or five possessions for Arlington were just maybe it was too quick of a shot from Jake Vermillion or the interior play from Essener where it rolled off his foot when he had a good look at the basket that there's just a few here and there that you point to it's like okay well there ends up being the difference especially the way this game was getting played it really came down to just a few particular possessions was really the difference of this one from start to finish and you can't ask for any more from a district semifinal. 
And 51-47, your final. Hopewell-Loudon getting the win today over Arlington. Hopewell will advance. We'll take on Mohawk in the district's title game. That'll be Friday at 6 o'clock. And, I mean, Matt, you uh, you touched on it before, but it, this is an Arlington team that it's going to it's gonna be another Arlington team that is tough to see go. Second Vermillion we've seen now pass through uh, along with Jarrett uh, for, for this Arlington team. And, you know, wasn't an exact carbon copy of what his brother did, but certainly played a lot like him. 15 points a game, was a first-team player this season. And, you know, him along with Essinger, Jared Griggs, for your senior class for this Arlington team. I mean, this team, they, they had to grow up quickly last season because there were no seniors on last year's team. So your juniors effectively got to be seniors for two years in terms of the basketball team. And they were a big part of a team that were just short in the BBC last year, just short in the BBC this year. But, you know, the fact that they were able to get to the district semis here yet again, and it, it's been a very consistent program for them under Coach Vermillion. Yeah, and that's not going to change anytime soon with the quality of juniors and young players they have coming back. They're going to continue to be a competitive team. But you look at this senior class in particular, I, I think the thing that comes to mind for me is tenacity. Yeah, they may not be the finesse being able to shoot it from anywhere in the gym of that Jarrett Vermillion senior class. They may not be the Tyson Spire, smooth, polished, interior big man kind of player. They may not be Bryce Gast where he could just turn it on at a moment's notice. The next thing you know, he's got 28 points in one half kind of situation. But what this team is, is tough. They're tenacious. They had to grow up in the middle of it last year. They had to grow up in a hurry for the senior class. And it shows in the amount of close games that they play, the amount of close games that they win as well, that they have learned to play tough. They've learned to play hard-nosed, aggressive basketball and do so in a way that still best represents Arlington and what Coach Vermillion wants to do year in and year out with his program. So, yeah, for these seniors, the, the, the word that comes to mind again, tenacious. Ryler Essinger, you saw him to grow in a hurry. We talked about it during the pregame. He's not a traditional big man. He just isn't. He's, I mean, he is big, but when you look at a big man in basketball, you're thinking of someone like A.J. Hess. You're not thinking of someone who really does have a lineman's body. You're not and, thinking of someone who was first-team BBC on both offensive and defensive line and players of the year on both sides. You're well. not. You're simply not. You're thinking of someone else entirely. You're thinking of... Just to be frank, probably someone in your mind a little more athletic. Ryler Essinger continued to work on his game in the paint with guys like Thane Recker and this coaching staff. He became an athletic big man. Jared Griggs, I mean, we saw what he did as a quarterback this year. We saw what he did as a point guy and a perimeter guy last year where he really struggled defensively. He worked at, he was tenacious in his effort and turned into a premier defender in the area. And Jake Vermillion, I mean, that... Those are big shoes to fill. Point guard over the last few years at Arlington. With the last name Vermillion. With the last name Vermillion. That is a big shoe to fill year in and year out. And I got to give Jake all the credit in the world. He did a phenomenal job with it. Second team last year, first team this year as a point guard. And he, he brought a few things that were different than what Jarrett did over the years. I mean, what Jarrett could score from anywhere. Jake more of a a little bit more of a perimeter player but he added a very nasty defensive streak to what he did and what he brought to the table so the, the, this incredibly tenacious group of arlington seniors it's 
yeah, we're going to miss you guys. You guys have been fun to watch. I know the loud crowd will miss you as well. Definitely brought some highlight-worthy moments over the years, and we genuinely appreciate being able to cover you and call you over the years for all the sports. And for the Arlington faithful, I mean, the, the, the talent that you have coming back next year, you'll be back next year. You're going to be back here again because you're going to see that growth and development because that's just what Arlington is about. So hats off to these seniors, a phenomenal run. District semifinals, nothing to shake a stick at against an incredibly loaded sectional and district. Again, before we go, big thanks to all our specialty sponsors for being a part of our broadcast here today. Compass Bore Insurance Agency, Kendra's Cakes, Thomas Daniel Construction, Coon Sales and Service LLC, along with Jim Fruth for Judge for all being a part of our coverage here today. And it'll just about do it for us. Thank you for listening to High School Basketball on both WBVI and WFOB. Big thanks as well to our producer back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios, Bart Wilson, doing, of course, a double duty of... Double duty of the Lord's work tonight. Everyone doing double duty tonight. But Bart did a great job, as always. Made us sound pretty. Lord knows that's not an easy feat for any producer to do, to make you and I sound good. But he definitely does it night in, night out. And we got even more basketball tomorrow, man. And then on Thursday, do we have any on Thursday? No. So we have a day off on Thursday and then more basketball Friday. And I think more basketball Saturday, question mark. We'll see what happens tomorrow for that one. On Friday night, we will, in fact, have coverage of the district finals from Liberty Benton High School. It'll be Mohawk taking on Hopewell Loud, and we'll get started after Classics with the Classic at about 6 o'clock on Friday night. From our broadcast partner, Matt Common, this is Lance Moore signing off from Liberty Benson High School. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school basketball, both WBVI and WFOB. One final time for tonight. Opal gets the win over Arlington by a score of 51-47. to And, of course, stay tuned on WFOB tomorrow as we will have coverage of the girls' regional semifinals matchup against Columbus Grove. Should be a good one. Make sure you tune in. Thank you again for listening to our coverage of both games here tonight. And have a great rest of your night, everybody. That's right. Time to go. This has been High School Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI. And online on WBBI.com. High School Basketball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer's. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork. And by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us next time for another great matchup of high school basketball. Finished. Finito. High School Basketball is a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.